We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or a grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. My mistake, uh, which is against what Tout School would tell me to do, is to tell you my mistakes. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Tau school is that you don't even admit that there are mistakes. Oh, right, right, right. I, the whole this whole podcast would be there would be a fifteen minute segment breaking down the goal by Elias Kachunga. Exactly. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from RotoWire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit RotoWire.com/soccer. And now here are Andrew Laird and Jordan Cooper. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, senior soccer editor at Rotowire. Joined on this Monday by Jordan Cooper to discuss last weekend's Premier League slate. Jordan, how's it going? Good in other sports. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations on that, by the way. It, it was. Uh, it was all. It's all skill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those not in the know, Jordan finished second in a rather large entry NBA contest this week was it twenty thousand dollars for that one entry right but I was in first for 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 quite a while until uh Grizzlies caught uh, one guy uh Gasol caught up to me uh so second this is another second all these big field contests that I've won like in baseball and even in that NBA free roll like a year ago mm-hmm. second second all of these second I, I think I'm playing too conservatively did, yeah did you feel like you won twenty thousand or lost thirty thousand 
Not one twenty thousand. Okay. I'm not well, there are pl- plenty of people who feel the opposite. No, well, I, I I looked at it going into the fourth quarter and seeing Gasol did the guy with him two point seven five points down. Like I put my chances of winning this at holding at less than ten percent. So to me, like we all look we all look at at daily fantasy like the fun is like following it. So as the games go on, but I mean it's very similar to to a, to a slot machine of you're I mean, you're watching the rolls like move, but like the computer's already decided whether or not you've won or lost. Right. Like it's just playing it out for you mm-hmm. because that's the fun of watching it. So whether something happens in the first minute or the 90th minute of a soccer game, like doesn't matter. You could put your phone down and you could go away, then come back in the afternoon and go, what are the, what, let me look at my scores. And if I would have done that for this NBA slate and go, you came in second for 20,000, like, what do I care how it happened? Mm-hmm. Right. It, it, logically. But of course, as you're following it, you're like, now you have something to root for. Sure. That's the entertainment value of daily fantasy. But from a logical perspective, once everything is locked and you can't make any further decisions, it's out of your hands. You could you could walk away, have dinner. You could check your lineups at one in the morning when everything's done and go, wow, I won or lost. I mean, you could do that. Mm-hmm. So results wise, it doesn't matter which way it it plays out. That's one way to look at it. Sure. Uh, but yes. that's, the pro- that's the proper way to look at yes. it. But most people uh, think a little bit more emotionally and go, go oh, I lost 30,000. No, mm-hmm. you didn't. You, that wasn't yours until everything's over anyway. Right, right. You got close and it wasn't because of the last minute rebound by Marc Gasol. It was the one he had in the first quarter that started it all. Yeah, but also, I mean, it's, uh, I'm a, that guy has, he's going to put up points. If it, if, it, if it was a guy that was on the bench or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like that that's a little bit more brutal. A little bit more. But mm-hmm. I mean still it's a, hey, if someone wants to play a guy that's point nothing percent owned and that happens, so be it. Mm-hmm. But I mean I'm looking going, you know, that's a valid lineup that beat me and so I mean it's not like a three pointer by the bench guy that came in with eight seconds left to hit the game winning three. Right. And that was the three points that I that the guy needed. Okay. That that's a little bit brutal, right? But this is like the main guy on the team. I mean, like how the star of the Grizzlies is, yeah, he's going to probably get three points in the course of nine minutes. Probably. But anyway, let's talk soccer. Uh, Saturday's slate had a few wrinkles in it. Um, The one I want to talk about first is the uh, power outage at the Bet365 Stadium that made everybody nervous that that game wasn't going to happen. Uh, I think a lot of people were ready to play Jordan Shakiri or Darren Fletcher or a host of West Ham guys. Did you have any hesitation about playing them as lineup lock was coming down? Not because I didn't realize it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. But by, by the time that uh, that I that I looked, uh, because I was dealing with my lineups, that's yeah. why a lot of times in that hour before, and I'm not that heavily involved in the Slack chat because right. it was a hot topic in the Slack chat. Right, but I I wasn't there. I wasn't mm-hmm. looking. So like I said, all my line, it was like nine fifty eight. Mm-hmm. I'm like I'm done with my last lineup and whatever. And then then I come to the Slack chat and there's like power outage or whatever. Uh, it's too late at this point. Mm-hmm. I got like a minute left. Yep. I, I'm not rethinking anything. And it's EPL. Like give it give it a ha- it'll be a half an hour delay. Or I mean like they're gonna play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like even if it's later in the day or something. I mean I wasn't that concerned. Even 
during it. Right. Okay. I was concerned enough that I took Jordan Shakiri out of my Yahoo lineup, but I played Marco Arnautovic anyway, so I don't feel like it was all that um, warranted. But I at it was about nine fifty where they said they were going to decide at our time, ten o'clock, that what the deal for the game was. And at that point, I decided to play Kevin De Bruyne instead of Jordan Shakiri. And at 9.57, the power came back on, and I went back to Shakiri, and that's where I finished. Either one of them, I guess, would have been fine. I think I had to make another change with, with uh, De Bruyne because he was a little more expensive. But, um, but lineup lock came. I looked at your lineup, and I was shocked. It seemed like shocked? A, I was shocked. Why there were, were you shocked? There were three players that I was surprised to see. One of them not that surprised in Anthony Knockart. Uh, but Rajiv Van Lepara and Jeff Cameron shocked me. Yeah, that, that probably was my mistake, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I'm sorry. Before I get there, the other hiccup was that uh, Opta had Will Hughes in Watford's starting lineup. And so there were people who um, were playing him because they thought with Cleverly out, maybe he was going to be on set pieces. But he was not in, and um, Watford's announced lineup didn't have him either. So I'll plug Rotowire's lineup page, because we get everything from the teams themselves, and so Will Hughes was not there. But unfortunately, our Opta feed was showing Hughes on the formations page, so that was another thing topic in the Slack chat that we kind of sent out an alert that Hughes wasn't starting despite the green check mark. But... Anyway, in that it wasn't a play anyway. I wasn't even considering it. If, if it was him or Kapoe, it didn't either. Either either one, I didn't care. I think there was a consideration that Hughes could take all the set pieces since he had been taking. He took them before he got hurt. Eh. that's how I felt. He was expensive too, in for Will Hughes. Uh, but walk me through. And granted, I almost played Rajiv Van Lepara, and it was actually once lineup lock came, I was upset I didn't play him. Um. I wrote him up. I thought he was a great play, but he's not a Jordan type player. He has no path to set pieces. And Huddersfield were away. What brought you to Rajiv Van Lapara? Uh, the lineup construction. My the mistake wasn't necessarily. I mean, to me, the mistake was in the defender slots, mm-hmm. not Van Lapara. Van Lapara getting. What, he got five, 4.75 five, points yeah. or something? Five points. Uh, that's all I was looking for. him. I mean, that's all, that's all I wanted out of him. Okay. Playing him for that salary. Give me five points. That That's that's all I'm looking for. It's the defender spots that I screwed up on. I prioritized Sanchez, Willian, and Shakiri. So did I. I wanted all three of them given to me. Yep. Uh, my, my gut, like my conservative gut, said to play JBG, Willian, yeah. and Ozil. Oh, okay. Mine was going to be JBG, Willian, and Shakiri. I didn't really no. consider Ozil as much as apparently no, I, every like sharp just, player did. <laughs> no, but I was considering playing uh, JBG, Willian, Ozil, Lanzini. Okay. Uh, all set piece takers. And yep. I mean, uh, West Ham wasn't, you know, that much of an under. I mean, it was a pick'em game at Stoke. Uh, I, I, I'm, never, I'm never fond of playing Alexis Sanchez. Because I still think he's a little too goal dependent. I agree with you. Uh, but knowing the that his favorite on the slate, though. 
yeah, biggest favorite on the slate. Uh, has taken left-sided corner kicks. Yep. And most likely going to be highly owned. Yep. So I look at that and I go, he's gonna if he's going to be 75% owned in my cash games, I need to have him. I mean, I, there's no, there's no, I, I was looking at, Ozil over Sanchez, but it's like if Sanchez puts up 20 points, I'm dead. Yeah, he was 65% in the big $5 double up, single entry double up. The thing that I didn't consider was playing him and Ozil together. Mm. In the big double, in the the higher entry double ups, there Mm -hmm. were, you know, maybe two or three sharp players that played both of them. Mm -hmm. Like, I really didn't even, I didn't consider that. Uh, And then Chelsea, the only option is Willian. Yep. To me. He was one of the easier ones. Right. Uh, And then, now, now, what do you do? Now, I I like Shakiri the most. I I don't give a I don't give a crap at Dar- Darren Fletcher anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, his floor is if he poaches two corners, like that's his floor. Yeah, like, one and a half done. points. That's it. Right, right. I'm I'm done. I'm done with that. Shakiri is the they're at home. He's the centerpiece of the the offense. He has Crouch up top. Yep. I always like seeing Crouch when you want to play Stoke players. Absolutely. So, okay, now I need to get all three of them in, which now leaves me with, like, nothing salaries. Uh, so I'm like, I need a pa- – what's the cheapest path to set pieces on this uh, – for the rest of the players? Because you got Lanzini at 7K. That's too expensive. You got JBG at that pr- – too expensive. Uh, you got uh, Moy at 6500 That's too expensive. Uh, and that that's not Southampton. I'm not looking for uh, uh, Newcastle. I'm not looking. I'm not looking against the heavy underdogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Knockhart was 5400, and Knockhart skipped over a big one. What Pascal Gross? Jose Olivas. Well, that's 6100. Knockhart's 5400. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm I'm looking at Holobus also. Okay. Don't don't get me wrong. But once I put Holobus in a defender spot, now I need to find. Two cheap midfielders. Yep. And I don't like any of the cheap midfielders. Okay. I like Van Lepara was the, the 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 best I could do. Okay. Like if I if I had to take if I, if I had to go punt midfield in the four K range, it's going to be Van Lepara. But I now if I put Holobus in a defender spot, I need to find two punt midfielders. And I, I Van Lepara, I I could just stomach him, let alone <laughs> try to find someone else. <laughs> okay. Yep, and then in the defender area, we have all these sub four K defenders. Yeah, like the, the the amount of sub four K defenders was through the roof. Uh, so uh, I wanted to get as many pieces. I was of the Stoke West Ham game. Mm-hmm. There was and and I was too blinded by that to not consider uh, the the other issue, uh, which I'm killing myself for not because my conservative side should have pointed it out sooner to me in my head. Uh the Brighton Burnley game uh is zero zero. Yeah. I mean that the lowest total if if there's it's gonna be one nothing either side. Mm-hmm. Uh so who knows who's gonna win, but it's gonna be one nothing or score or less than maybe it'll be negative one to zero. <laughs> who knows what, what it could be. So with that being the case, every defender has a three point floor. I was gonna say a three point floor, yep. Right. I did not think of that. I was thinking more in the concerns of there's going to be no goals in that game. Stoke West Camp could have a lot of goals. Mm-hmm. So Matsuwako has crosses and whatever, and Cameron 
playing with Crouch, and he does play Wall. He's playing as a fullback. Uh, but I mean, I could do Masawaku Cameron, but I could also I could have put in Bellerin. I could have played. Uh, I mean, you could have played. There's so many options. I could have left money on the table, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I, and and played a bunch of guys. But there's no way I could go down down and upgrade Van Lepar to anyone worth getting. Okay. There's no way, and there's no way for me to put Holobus in without paying paying a for a punt midfielder. So like if I go for if I go all the way down to Cameron and all the way down to like Taylor uh, for Burnley at yep. 3500, like Van Lepara, I go up to who? I go up to I I get like a 5600. There's not there's, yeah, there's nothing, nothing there. Right, there's nothing there. So like so what am I what am I doing? If I go from Knockhart to who? Uh, where am I if I go to Holobus, I still get into that midfield punt option. But the thing is is that if I would have instead of taking Masuaku Cameron, taken, you know, Bellerin Bong Mm-hmm. I would have cashed. Hmm. Like the cat, I would have made the cash line because my lineup didn't do horribly, but it came in like six out of 11. Yeah. Seven out of 11, you know, uh, 18th out of, uh, out of 34, yeah, you know, right. like that type of level. So it's like those two scores together. If I would have just played just guys from the Brighton Burnley game together, I would have been fine. I would have gotten enough points. That I would have gotten to the cash line, even with, and then with Holobus, uh, <coughs> if I put Holobus in, I have to go from Shakiri down to Lanzini or JBG or something like that. And I wanted to play Shakiri. Right. Uh, and just like what we talked about with Trippier, that other slate, uh, I'm not scared of Holobus's ceiling. Mm-hmm. So if Holobus is going to be 50% owned in cash, I can get by. Like, like, well, he put up a 15-point game. Yep. So, like I said, had I played Bellerin Bong or something like that, Bellerin Bruno, whatever, that I would have cashed in most of my double-ups. So, the 15 points from Holobus would not have hurt me for double-up purposes. Right. Uh, had I played Holobus and two punt midfielders, it's quite possible I don't play Knockhart. I end up playing Van LaPara and, who the, and Darren Fletcher. And I actually get less, and who knows? Hmm. Okay. I don't know if Holobus would have made up for the value. I'm, ju- I'm just saying that that uh, Holobus, you, you're playing for a floor. You're not playing for a ceiling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm less likely to care about blocking in cash. Yeah, he wasn't terribly... Oh, yeah, he wasn't that highly owned. Right. I mean, he was expensive. That, that certainly hurt. Uh, did you consider Chris Lowe at all? No. How come? No, I don't. Th- I didn't think he just set pieces. Who knows? Who knows with that? Okay. I didn't expe- obviously didn't expect Huddersfield to score four goals. Sure. And by the by the way, first goal of the slate, Elias Kachunga. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's I, right. And Touchful says I have to. I have to say I have to. You know, I got it right. Well, you forced me to get it right. Right. Yeah. It's still learning. It's a learning process, though. Yeah, but but the the problem is is that whenever I guarantee a goal. Then the guy breaks his leg. Yeah, no, it doesn't matter. That's actually better because you're like, oh well, he was definitely going to score, but he broke his leg. Yeah, no, that's that's the curse. That's yeah. the uh, if you guarantee goals, the guy scores and gets uh, seriously injured. <laughs> uh, I mean, anybody who played him was happy that they got what they got. Oh yeah, I play, so, I had yeah. my token. I had two token Kajunga lineups. Yeah. with the dinky do it forward, mm-hmm. and it yeah, got twelve points. Yeah, yeah. there you go. So your lineup was, I mean, we, ours, uh, 
was basically a 3v3. But you had Lloris, Cameron, Masuaku, Knockart, Shakiri, Alexis, Willian, and Van Lapara from goalkeeper down utility. And I played Lloris, Olabas, Masuaku, Shakiri, Mikel Marino, Alexis, Willian, and Chris Love. So I went, I basically treated Olabas as that mid tier midfielder. Right. And you, and you, you, you were able to stomach a sharp choice on uh, Marino. Yeah. Marino is like uh, Mario Lamina. Yes. Yep. He's one Same. of those guys that you don't pay attention to. And then you look and it's like, Somehow he has a five-point floor, six-point yeah. floor, no matter. Actually, it's probably better when they're a heavy underdog. Right. That's, I, at 3,600, if I could have gotten four points out of him, I would have been quite happy, and I got 11.5, which made me very happy. Right. Um, but, and then Lowe went off at halftime, which I thought he had taken, I think he took half of their corners, which the way that game went was great because they – ended up crushing it, but uh, I actually thought Olabas was dead when Watford went down to 10 men. When Huddersfield scored, it was like, oh, great, he's going to cross a ton. And then they went down to 10 men, it was like, ugh, now we can't do anything, but it ended up okay. But yeah, the Van Lepara was, so it was basically Olabas or Van Lepara, that how I was going through my lineup. Yeah, and, but that's a 1,500 salary difference. Yeah. But I was saying I, I wanted I, I wanted to play Van Lapara and I wanted to play Olabas, but I wasn't gonna play both. And so when I went with Olabas, I knew I was playing Marino. And then that left me basically with Chris Lowe in my utility. Mm. Instead of Which is fine. Lowe yeah. is fine. I mean, I have nothing against Lowe, but look look how many options you had at, at, at Defender. I c I couldn't fault anyone for playing Hatter Drainage. Mm -hmm. I couldn't fault anyone for playing Bong or Bruno yep, or play Taylor Bong. or Bardsley. I mean, so many, so many cheap fullbacks. Like, it, it just roulette, whatever fits. Like, that's why Cameron, like, I just like 3,300. Okay, fine. Uh, do I play two 3,800 fullbacks or do I play Masuaku slash Bellerin and Cameron? Like, the these, all, all these guys have like three points. I mm -hmm. just did not consider the Brighton Burnley game because it had less goals. They're like, oh, well, the, the three point clean sheet needs to get factored in more mm -hmm. into that rather than care about crossing and assists or, you know, drawing to anything like that. Really better. None of them really did that. I guess Taylor was okay. No, Bardsley put up but, like a 10 point game. Did he really? Uh, Bellerin had a nine point game. How much was he though? I mean, he couldn't have been that. Forty five hundred. Yeah, he was 45. the same price as Masuaku. I was right. considering both either or. Yeah. Masuaku is starting to feel a little Jeffrey Schluffy. Yeah. Which is worrying me. Six points with a clean sheet is not what you want. I mean, he's had six points in back to back games with clean sheets, which for an attacking player, I think we're expecting a little more. Right. I wasn't playing it for a clean sheet. I was expecting exactly. to not have a clean sheet. Exactly. <laughs> I think the thing that we both agree on is that for, for an optimal cast construction did not involve anyone from the late game. Uh, I almost played De Bruyne. Uh, I mean, Shakiri basically De Bruyne was the next guy up because when I was worried about the Stoke power outage, it was, all right, I got to fit uh, De Bruyne in. I don't know what my other move would have been because I think he was a little too expensive, probably Masuaku going down. But um, 
he was the only one of that game I considered. Literally nobody else in cash. I saw some people talking about Erickson, or which seemed absolutely insane to me. Um, I don't think anybody really plays Sané or Sterling in cash on this kind of slate or Aguero. Well, not many people did. I mean, yeah. look, Van City scores four goals, and I barely, I didn't move anything. Yeah, nothing moved. Yeah, right. GPP, sure. Yeah, go, 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 whatever, whatever way you want. But that's why you know playing Loris is like I'm not playing anyone in that game. Give me the goalkeeper. Right. I didn't. I didn't have the balls to play Lossel in cash, even though I was playing Lossel. I played like eight lineups, and I had like six of them with Lossel. Because mm-hmm. if I'm not playing Holobus, who am I playing on Watford? No one. So, so there's a, there's a goalkeeper that I could play, right? Mm-hmm. Correlative. But I'm thinking Loris at his prime. I mean, give, give me five. But give me. I don't care how many goals Man City scored. Just give me a bunch of saves. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, for my next question, a quick note from our sponsor, Fan Futsal, which is a simplified fantasy soccer game where users select five clubs instead of eight or 11 individual players for their weekly lineups. And fantasy scoring is based on, based on the match scores, not individual statistics. Users don't need to worry about lineup rotations, player injuries, or following detailed player stats across multiple matches at the same time because they incorporate strategic elements like positions and formations that allow for differentiation and strategy in user lineups. They offer games and tournaments for the major European leagues, plus Liga MX and MLS when they're in season. And FanFutsal is completely free and takes only a few seconds to sign up. So head over to FanFutsal.com. That's F-A-N-F-U-T-S-A-L.com to play today. Do you think you're going to... See, you're not much of a punt guy, but Cameron felt like a little bit of a punt. Do you think you'll continue to look at defenders in those situations? despite what we've seen from guys like Marino or Lamina or anyone else? Yeah, I think in the long run, the, the defender position is the best position to punt at if you're going to punt. Mm-hmm. If you could punt with a cheap fullback, you know, obviously be, be more... I mean, Cameron fits the mold of, you know... you know, He's Chancel and Bemba, Chancel and Bemba, right, yeah. I know. But with Crouch up top, and I saw the last games he had, one, two crosses, okay, make it forward. A little bit more. I'm just, I just, I just saw that entire bucket of low end defenders, fullbacks, mm-hmm. as a dime a dozen. Like, what am I expecting out of Taylor? What am I expecting out of Bruno? Mm-hmm. What am I expecting out of Gaten Bond? Oh, I mean, what am I expecting out of any of these guys? Like, the differences between them, they all look like punt defender to me, mm-hmm. right? The difference in, fl- I mean, it's just a happenstance. Cameron could get an assist and this guy doesn't get it. I mean, who knows? I mean, these are not prolific crossers. These aren't prolific tacklers. These aren't, I mean, these are guys that you just, they're playing wide. Hopefully they get something, mm-hmm. you know, for, for that price, you you pretty much need four points. Can you get me four points? And the thing that the, my mistake, uh, which is against what tout school would tell me to do is to tell you my mistakes. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Tout school is that you don't even admit that there are mistakes. Oh, right, right, right. I, the whole, this whole podcast would be there would be a 15 minute segment breaking down the goal by Elias Kachung. Exactly, exactly. Right. Uh, with like uh, clips from last week's podcast of you saying it and yeah, absolutely. Right, of course. Yeah. Right. And then obviously <laughs> a call to, to join Rotowire and come uh, the subscriber. Right. right. Again, again been definitely getting the Slack chat mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. where we where we tell you all the guarantees. Right. Where all the guarantees Not just not just the one. That's I right. say that there aren't any and just we did all the goal and, and and all the guaranteed goals. We got them all right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, <laughs> no, no. My mis- my mis- my my mistake was was like because they're all 
garbage and they're they, they all have you just need four points out of them like that Brighton Burnley game like all of them have three points built in practically right I mean even if you take out a two points built in on a two-third probability of getting a clean sheet on either side so why am why am I taking Cameron in a game where I I mean I believe it's neither side is going to keep a clean sheet mm-hmm Right, it's a good point. I mean, I feel like we constantly think of clean sheets as just kind of uh, a bonus is not the the term I'm looking for, but it's not. It's not a given, right? And when we when we are thinking of defenders, we think of obviously the fullbacks because they get in the attack, and it's like, oh, and if they get a clean sheet, they'll get one. But that's always like the last points they get, and we're not considering them. Like you said, that game. If we think that game zero zero, everyone starts with three. So like anything they do, it's three plus whatever, uh, but we don't think that way. We think right, of well, just also how how often do we get a game like? I mean, obviously any Burnley game and Brighton type of game. I mean, we the two teams that you that you go in going, are they going to be able to score? Are playing against one another, mm-hmm. right? I mean, any any time anyone plays Burnley, you have to consider the Burnley fullbacks have a clean sheet. Bonus, possibly, no matter who they play. Right. Other than maybe the top, you know, the top the six. The top six, yeah. Right, something like that. Uh, but on this slate with so many 3K defense, it's not the type of thing where there's multi- there's guys in the 4K range or even up in the 5K range worth paying for. You don't have, a like, a Southampton in a favorite spot where it's like, oh, Bertrand and Soares, and, right. and then you got, uh, you know, uh, Holobus maybe at 5,200. Maybe you got, you got Tottenham as a favorite on the slate, so you got all those, those fullbacks. You, mm-hmm. you don't have any of those options. This slate, it's just you're looking at going, it's either Holobus or just you're going to the dumpster. <laughs> and the, you're going to go to the fullback dumpster and just not – like I, I was looking more towards towards peripheral points and not the, and, and not the, the bonus. But I don't – how often is that situation going to happen? All I, all I could tell myself is – in the future, consider it more, not more like next slate more, but just like in the situation where we have dumpster diving fullbacks and that's what the chalk construction is going to include. Think more in terms of, can I find the three bonus point clean sheet points somewhere instead of trying to get Jeff Cameron to get five crosses? <laughs> right. I feel like we tend to think of the clean sheet when we're playing center back roulette. Right, right like but if I really have to pay down center back, but they're priced as center backs. Right. Well, they were on this slate, yes. Right on this slate. Right on this specific slate. If these, if these were, uh, if the if the fullback dumpster was, four uh, K fullbacks, four K, four one. You know, we typically typically see like Gibbs and Neom. Yep. Those types of level guys, the Bournemouth, you know, the Simon Francis. Or Adam Smith, or something, you know, those. Well, that changes the whole concept of the slate, because then, like, I can't even fit in Van Lepara doing two of those guys, mm-hmm. right? So now, now I look at that and I go, okay, now, now Holobus may be worth paying up for, because I'm not getting as enough of a discount to punt the defender, and then I go, maybe Shakiri isn't. I, I could go Lanzini. I mean, it all came down to that. So many 3,500 fullbacks that. If you're going to try to fit in Sanchez, Willian, and someone, Shakiri, Ozil, Lanzini, Moy, JBG, I mean, anything in that 7K range, 
Like you're going to have and play Holobus. Even if you're playing Holobus, you still need a 3,500 level defender. And if you're not playing Holobus so you can play a higher midfielder, you still need to. Now you have two of them. Right. So the, the, it's and it's going to be all spread out. All these only it. I'm, you're not going to look and you're going to see uh, 70 percent on gate and bond. You're not going to see that. It's going to be someone's going to have the you know, it's going to be 20 percent low. Uh, 5% Bong, 7% Bruno, uh, 10% Bardsley, 15% Tail. I mean, it's going to be all over the place. So it's just like, well, just spin the wheel and see see what happens, whatever fits <laughs> type of thing. And then you could choose if you want to go in the 4,500. I thought that you either take Masawaku or Bellerin. Right. And if you're not going to take either of those, like you either go all the way up to Holobus or you're going you're, you're gonna to go dumpster diving. Never a bad thing. But if I would have just gotten that right, I would have cat. I, I I wouldn't. I I didn't go off the cliff or anything. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it was it was a loss. But I mean, I would have possibly profited slightly on on the day had I just went. You know, just took two of two 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 defenders from the Brighton Burnley game. I just would have went like Bardsley. You know, to do something like that. You know, Hatter Janage and Bardsley something something like that. I, I would have made up enough points that uh, I would have gotten to the cash line. Mm-hmm. That's a little thing. It's the little things. Happens. But, but it's not Van Lepar's fault. Van Lepar was, yeah. said to me, the same thing as uh, you're taking a Lamina, you're taking a Marino, that type of, he's an attacking player, though. I was going to say, I think he was a better play than that. Okay. I think there was a, there were plenty of reasons to consider him. I could have taken for a Van Lepar was forty six hundred. Right, I could have taken Kachanga. <laughs> you could have. Yeah, I could have two hundred less, and then move up Cameron to Taylor at thirty five hundred. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. Uh, I have a quick ask the shark question. Okay, sure. Um, Andrew Cheever sent it in to me, and it's something that we've discussed before, kind of casually, or we've mentioned it, but. Uh, the question is basically, and I know the answer already, but I'm going to let you answer it anyway. Okay. Uh, do you think the hour before lineup lock is where the sharpest players have their edge? Yes. That is the edge. Right. If it wasn't, then I wouldn't be doing the podcast. <laughs> right. I mean, really, what, what, uh, I mean, I play to make money. I mean, I mean, I enjoy myself or anything. I mean, I'm... I. I'm not getting rich off of doing this podcast with, 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 with you, Andrew. You know that. So it's like emotional richness, though. Uh, maybe. Maybe a little. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, like that, I mean, uh, how many times do, do, we, do we say when previewing slates on everything depends on X? Mm-hmm. You know, we could see rotation. This guy could be in. And they're all at different price levels and all different situations. So there are plenty of times where on Thursday you talk about well, this type, if all things go according to plan, what we think, this is the way it is. And then next thing you know, so-and-so sits and this guy, and then oh, that they're playing the 18-year-old fullback here. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, not, and then you look and you see my cash line of having Harry Kane in it. Right. And you're going, you were talking about, like, how do you pay up for Kane? How do you play, how do you play Kane and Coutinho on the slate? Right. Well, well. Nine o'clock comes, and that's a legitimate option now. I yeah, mean, like we probably didn't. Uh, 
I can't remember if we went well into it, but I can't imagine we had a long conversation about Willian on Thursday. No, we and, expected with Sesk not, not playing at yeah, all. Sesk, I mean, right, like it, and Murata was going to be back. And then right. all of a sudden, Willian's in without those two, and he's he's an easy play. But yeah, we don't... So uh, the, the question continues. It basically said, I know there are no sh- shortcuts uh, at being good at evaluating lineups as they come out, but do you have any pointers? I feel like the only one is just you have to learn essentially how teams play. You know, we usually know that Southampton likes to cross with their fullbacks, so when they have a cheap one in, usually they're going to pay off. But you just have to get yourself very knowledgeable about the player pool to know that if this guy, you know, if Cesc Fabregas sits, Willian's probably taking set pieces if he's in, even if Hazard's there. Or if Hazard doesn't sit, then it's always Willian, you know, stuff like that. Well, it, it, it comes down to it's uh, similar uh, to NBA, the stuff that I'm learning in in NBA because I didn't follow basketball is that the, and it's same thing in base in any, in any sport, I guess Uh, the correlation of value isn't lateral. Isn't one-to-one. Yep. This guy, this guy's it. This guy's replacing that guy. The replacement is going to have the same guy's value. No, no, that is that certain situations for fullbacks. A lot of times that is the case. The fullback plays the system. So you give me a 2,500 fullback for Southampton, and I'm playing him every season. Yeah, I'm in. Yep. Right, I'm in. I mean, or or a wing back on West. Uh, if Watford's at home and slight and a favorite, and they're playing with wing backs, and it's you know whoever's in there, I, I at 3K, I'm t- I'm playing for fullbacks. But in the rest of the positions. And like, and I mean, I see it in uh, learning in basketball of, oh, this guy's going to sit the, the rest. So it's like, oh, so uh, the the center's sitting for rest. So I'm going to play the backup center. It's like, and then you read like, no, you don't play the backup center. You play this other guy. Because when the center normally absorbs 20% of the usage. So when he's gone, the guy that has 29% of the usage ends up with 38% of the, like he goes through the roof. The same thing. It's kind of very similar to how we look at like Man City, like when KDB, Silva, and uh, Sane are all out there. I like KDB less. Yep. But you get rid of Silva and Sane. I don't put in Bernardo and Gundawan. Right. I go. I go. Well, now I'm upgrading KDB. Yep. I don't look at the and then if you if you give me no Sane, no KDB, and you give me David Silva, and I'm like. Well, give me all the David Silva you yep. can, right? You know, you give me Aguero and Jesus together. I don't like either of them. You give me one of them, and I want goal dependence, goal dependent forward. Then, then I'm ta- like that. Those are the concepts. Like Man City's a million to you know a minus million favorite, and it's Aguero and Jesus playing together up top. Like it's possible I don't play either of them. And if one of them is in, it's may I may play them everywhere. It's the same. It's the it, it, to a lot of people. It looks like the same situation, but it isn't. Yep. Because they're vulturing each other's points. They're possibilities and opportunities. Tottenham, all these. You know, we say the same about Liverpool, right? Like we, we well, maybe we used to with the the Milner and Alexander Arnold beginning and whatever. Uh, it's like, oh, Coutinho's out. Now what do we do? It's like, no, you just upgrade Salah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you you or and if Ox is Oxen. If Ox isn't in and Milner's isn't in, it's like, well, now you're just all in on Salah. You don't go, 
well, I'm I'm going to play all the money. It's like, no, no, actually, no, no, this no, no. upgrades yeah. the law more than anything else. Yep. So it's those types of things. So you're at nine o'clock. You can react to that. And then now you have to layer on top of that uh, construction techniques of. Because that once like once William came, like if you're preparing for Sesk for this past slate uh, at the 7K range in a midfield spot and now you get Willian at what was his price? 88. Something like that. It was 82, it was a 83, tad high, but not right. Too it was high. like a, a K or more higher in a forward spot. Like that changes the entire construction, right? Than what we were planning. I was planning uh, to play Sanchez. I was playing. Ale- I'm gonna play Alexis, Goodmundson, and Sesk. Right? Pretty much. Yeah. We were talking about. Yeah. The, I mean, we were talking about Elias Kachunga. Like, what? What am I gonna put in the second forward spot? Right. Type of thing. And then. Like, okay, how do you afford Shakiri in this spot? You can't. Then maybe you play Knockhart, and then you find some che- you're gonna find cheap fullbacks. And there you go. I mean, that's what we went over before the slate. William comes in and he's now he's moves up over there. So now it's like now you have to play now how, how do you fit in Holobus? Yeah, it was it was not how only do you play Shakiri and Holobus to get now everything changed. Like it, you it, a difference in, in twelve hundred in salary and needing to, unless you want to fade Chelsea, uh, you're going to plug him in. And then now, now you're going to make, make tough, tougher choice. Now JBG ownership goes way down yep. because you don't need a forward spot. You don't, anyone that's forward eligible, the ownership goes down because people are most likely going to play Alexis and Willian. It wasn't they, just a Willian. It was Willian with no Fabregas. Right, right. Exactly. Like, I'm not sure I would have, I wouldn't have played Willian if Fabregas was in. Right. I would have been actually probably more inclined to play Fabregas. Exactly. I, I wouldn't have even hesitated at Fabregas. Well, I, maybe would have I would have hesitated a little, a little bit. Yeah. I still would have played him, though, I right. think. But then, but then fitting in JBG in that spot, like the forward, the forward options were, were thin yeah. uh, for floor players. So, but all of that comes at, you have to be able to do that in one hour at nine o'clock. Yep. Like everything that we've described, like you, like you could, that, I think the Slack chat is for, for RotoWire that is worthwhile because you at least ask questions. You'll be there. I may not pay as much of attention during that, but if you're like, oh, so and so is in, who who's gonna? That a, a lot of times the t- the most popular question in the Slack chat is, so and so's out. Who do you think is gonna take set pieces? Yep. And a lot of times the answer is possibly at, or a split maybe. I mean, when especially when we're talking about like Southampton or something. Right. Yeah, it's usually not a one word in, or you know. One right. Word it's like it's I maybe split between these two. Yep. This guy took him last game, and maybe or you know, but at least you get a sense of that if you don't know, and that's why the stats package for RotoWire is gone because you can at least track it. Yep. Right. I'm looking down and going, oh, I, I wasn't watching that game. Didn't realize uh, Krakowiak had seven <laughs> corners. West Brom and then decided to just take one and leave right uh, on Sunday. <laughs> but, but I mean, he was so high owned for 3,500 needing a punt midfielder yep. on that slate. Uh, but, but those, but those are the things that you need. Like that's, that's where this, that's where the skill is. Every, you can read content. You could, you could listen to the podcast. These are all the, this is straightforward. If you can't get to the point where we're talking about who the, the, the Arsenal's a big favorite, who do you play? Like 
If you don't know, it's it, it's Alexis. You got you got Alexis as an option. You got Ozil as an option. Lacazette option if it's goal dependent. Uh, if you want, uh, and then baby the fullbacks depending on their price. Call it Kalisinac or Bellerin, maybe. I mean, Bellerin's cheap now. Uh, and there, like, if you don't know that, like, like that's easy to do, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, yeah, Ozil's not in, and now Awobi's in for Ozil. It's like, now what do you do? Mm-hmm. How does that change anything? Do you play Awobi? Probably not. Just, okay, now it's just all in on Alexis. Let's say Alexis doesn't start, and Walcott's in for whatever reason, or Giroud's up top. Now it's like, well, now I'm on Ozil. But I mean, there's no way that I go like, like anywhere else. I'm not, I'm not like now. I need to take Jack Wilshire, pretty much, or Jocka or something like that anymore. Right. Right. Like uh, there's, there's no situation on this type on a two game slate on a three game slate. Okay, there's less teams on a six seven game slate. Like those are the those are the options. I mean, what what is there to do? But based on your construction, it, it depends on what you could fit in. So Willie and Seth to Willian is is different. I mean, if it would have changed every, I would have I would have had probably no Shakiri, possibly, instead of having all the Shakiri. Right, right. I go from uh, 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 having Holobus originally to having no Holobus mm-hmm. because of the because of the construction. Yeah, I think Fabregas like, would have gotten me off of Shakiri. Right, and then playing Fabregas with JBG and Alexis, I would have been able to. Play, Play Knockhart and Holobus, mm-hmm. and then a cheap fullback, and then and, and and everything would have fit, right? I mean that I'm talking about like my dummy lineups, right. like that's kind of how I would have played. But once you, you change one thing, it changes the entire construction of everything. Mm-hmm. So that I think so, I, that's not really. An, I mean, I know that's not a specific answer, but that's that's this, and every slate is different. I mean, that's 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 really the key of like once you are better at understanding the concepts of daily fantasy as a game. Then you could apply those concepts to any slate, any time, any sport understanding. Obviously you need to understand the sport and understand all those types of dynamics, but that's where the skill comes in. Yep. If like, like, I mean, you could say the same for baseball, baseball. I mean, you don't get lineups until the afternoon, two o'clock, three o'clock, right? Oh, Bryce Harper's sitting. Well, that changes everything, right? It doesn't change everything that, oh, I'm going to play a different guy on the Nationals. It's just like, oh, I'm now there's no one, no 5K outfielder worth paying for. So now I could pay up at first base or second, you know, that type of thing. I mean, that's a very, you know, kind of that exact answer. I mean, the baseball on these 13-game slates, it may not matter. Uh but you see that in NBA, you see that in in NFL, not as much as that, but NFL, you know, like some guys, you don't know, he's questionable for the game. And at noon, you're like, so-and-so is out. Like he was, you know, it could be a tight end or something. But when the tight end, you take the tight end off, that's like, oh, like Gronkowski out for the Patriots. Mm-hmm. It's like, who does that help? Who does that hurt? Th- those are the questions that you should be asking. Uh, who does it help? Who does it hurt? And what what are their prices? And are their prices, salaries, significantly different enough that it allows you to then move other places in your lineup? Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, like if we, if for whatever reason, let's say uh, this past Saturday, uh, instead of Hughes being the mysterious green check mark, it was Holobus. And we just found out at 9.50 that Holobus got a knock in warmups and he won't be playing. Who does that help? Who does that hurt? Mm-hmm. Well, even if you slot in whoever's taking him, then you likely have 1500 to 2000 right. salary. Right. So it, regardless of what you do, you're going to have much more salary. So now you look and you go, where could I use that? Mm-hmm. Do I pay up more at defense? Well, do I just take a, I mean, what, what do I do? I go up from Knockhart to Moy. I could go from, uh, you know, the, the Shakiri the down to Lanzini and then play two big mid, Knockhart and Lanz, you know, something like that. Yep. Like it cha- it changes so much stuff. And then you also have to think in terms of like, well, now you want to take a shot on who's going to take set pieces for Watford? You could, right? Then maybe you do take Etienne Kapui. No. Right? I mean, who knows? Yeah. I mean, at that point, you don't know who what. Maybe everything go, then now goes through Richarlison. Maybe his value, maybe in GPP, goes up. But all those types of assessments, I mean, that's that's the hour before lock. That's 10 minutes before. I mean, NBA, sometimes it's like 20 minutes before lock, right? You get someone's questionable, and you're like, well, if he's out, then there's a lock value play for six uh, for 3,600. Uh, but you don't know that until like 645 or something. And then, but once you could fit him in your small forward spot, then you could like, oh, well, now I can move everything else around. That's what it all is. That's, that's the game aspect of this. And Andrew, I know, I mean, I'm saying the stuff that, I mean, you agree with me. Yeah, for sure. I'm assuming. Yes. So there's no, there's no direct help. I mean, that's, that, yeah, that's the, yeah, the answer is yes. Right. That's the most important part. <laughs> right. That's the most important part, but it, it's, it's nothing that I could specifically, here are the tips to do during those specifically. It's like, well, if you don't know who's on Chelsea, well, I can't help you. I mean, I can, there's nothing that yeah, you got to know the sport better to, but thinking into, I think that the best advice that I could give in that aspect is when things change from the expected, think in terms of what is the two things that you should be looking at are who does this hurt? Who does this help? Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously it hurts the guy that's out. Uh, and the second thing is, uh, if that's a guy that you were going to play, who would you move to on the slate? And, and if you get extra salary from that, who can then you upgrade and downgrade other places? Right. And also the guy that it hurts. Do you, do you downgrade him? Do you play him at all? To the guy that it helps, do you play at all anyway? I mean, like if, if Shakiri was out, you look, you look at Darren Fletcher and you go, well, I guess, I guess it's Darren Fletcher day. Right. But I mean, his floor is still garbage. Yeah. We love those days. Right. I mean, but, but, but you understand, but I mean, he does become a legitimate play. Yep. Right. Uh, you, you take out, uh, I mean, we, we've made all these examples, but I mean, West Brom, who knows who takes set pieces for West Brom anymore. Right. McLean's in Brunson Phillips is gone. Who knows? Who knows? Sam field, whatever. But you always think in terms of that, you go, My boy Kieran expect- Gibbs can't even get a mention. Oh, not even a mention. <sighs> When's the last time he took a corner? Oh, it's been months. 
<laughs> right. So that's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, but look look at look at Burnley. We typically we looked at Burnley what three weeks ago, and you go. The only person worth playing on Burnley is Robbie Brady. Everything yeah. goes through Brady, and you're I I I think it was too expensive for for a lot of the slates that he was on. But I get it. He's the highest floor. I get it. And if you're gonna play anyone on Burnley other than maybe punt fullbacks, it's gonna be Brady. Mm-hmm. And then within one week, it's like forward eligible Berger Munson is Burnley. You don't play Arfield. You don't play the four. You don't play Hendrick. That he's on the other side of the field. I mean, it's not like he's a like for like replacement. I mean, yeah, Berger Munson ha- probably has the second highest floor on the team, just not Brady. Right. Right. But once you take that into the Huddersfield, you go if Moy's out, who what happens? Right. And even if Moy's in, is he worth the price that he's he's at? Because if Moy on this past slate was fifty three hundred, I would have played him. Sure. I just thought at 6,500 was, was too expensive. expensive. Yeah. I would have Holbus at 61. I would have rather played. Yep. Home favorite position, right? But these are these these are the things you have to think about. But that's why we do the podcast of, well, we'll go through the slate as it currently stands, and think through those things. Think about what the type of construction is. Not just here are the 12 picks. Right. Here's the guaranteed goal that doesn't do you anything really. If you, what do you can't mean? get to that, what do you mean point, you got it right? Gives you 12 points right off the bat. You're oh, starting with God. 12 points. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then people will look at my lineup, my cash lineup, and go, you, you guaranteed Elias Kachunga didn't even play him. What yeah. a fraud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll only be a matter of time before you play a guaranteed goal in cash. Don't worry about it. Well, sometimes it's a goal dependent. If I'm playing Harry Kane in cash, mm-hmm. if I'm playing. You no, know, it's not enough of a limb for Tout School. Well, yeah, because at Tout School, you have to go for a cheer, like a low-owned. You have to guarantee the Fernando Llorente goal. Off the bench. Right. Yeah, but if he starts, that is... Yeah, if it, when he starts, yeah. Two games slated on a Sunday. Right. Kane gets a rest. Fernando Llorente, guaranteed goal, and you play him in cash. Yeah. Because he's who, like a minus 130 to score, and everybody else who, is plus 225. Who would have thought that the, the, the proper play this past slate was uh, the, the Moy... Kachunga, Deportra. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Huddersfield stack. Mm-hmm. Well, when they've scored zero goals in seven games. Right. <laughs> <laughs> in fairness, the red card helped. Yeah, but they got a goal before. Yeah. Kachunga scored before the red. Yeah, yep, yep. Right, because Kachunga doesn't need to. Kachunga can take on 11 people. <laughs> on. He puts in enough effort. I mean, look, he put in enough effort that he ended up breaking his leg. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he was on pace for 90 right. points or something. Yeah, but the, the the funny part is that the lineups that I had Kachunga in didn't even cash. Oh. <laughs> I think maybe one of them, I think one of them did. That's pretty funny. Uh, all right. Uh, if anybody has any follow-up questions, you can contact Jordan on Twitter. He's at, at Blenderhead, which is Blender HD. I'm a Rotowire Andrew. Uh, we're available in the Rotowire Slack chat, which is open to all subscribers. If you'd like to get in, just contact me on Twitter or andrew at rotowire.com. And we'll be back on Thursday to preview. It's weird. We don't have any midweek slates. Well, interleague, little whatevers. Yeah, there's a little, no Premier League midweek. There are some uh, League Cup matches going on. I wouldn't be shocked if they had slates for that now that I've said that. No, I don't think they get the stats for that. I mean, they got Coppa Italia stats. Well, who knows? Don't sleep right. on it. Don't right. sleep on it. Who knows? You're going to be looking at Arsenal they... League Cup stats tomorrow. 
Yeah, but you're not going to be making content, though. I mean, it's, it's a quiet oh, yeah, correct, for you. Correct. I will not be making contact, content for the Who Takes Set Pieces for West Ham when Lanzini, Cresswell, Masuaku, Arnautovic, and <laughs> Mark Noble are out. So, yeah. All right. Uh, Jordan, thanks for that, and I'll talk to you on Thursday. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer.